Do you have something inspiring to say? Have you always known that your voice can contribute to the world? Is now the time? Yes, now is the time. The world is waiting for you. Welcome to the Inspired Choices Network Open Mic Spotlight Show. Today, we have an inspiring guest who is ready to share their voice with the world. Now, on to the show. Welcome, 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 everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today. I have a wonderful new guest with me. Uh, last week, we actually had Nicole Lellick, who is a host here on the network. And today, I have Tammy Pocock, who is also a host here on the network. And we're going to jump in and learn all things about Tammy in just a couple of minutes. If being on the Open Mic Spotlight Show is something that you're interested in, if you would like to be featured and to have us learn all about you, if you have a message to bring to the world, we would love to hear from you. You can connect with myself, Dean, at info at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. We also have another guest. We're going to be talking about that other guest that you're hearing in just a moment. So Tammy Pocock is an Access Consciousness Bar facilitator, a radio show host, and a pragmatic life and partnership coach dedicated to working with people, bodies, and animals, an entrepreneur on the creative edge of online coaching and facilitation. She is dedicated to conspiring with others to actualize fast and amazing changes in their lives, truly actualizing a conscious partnership with themselves and all that is part of their lives, far beyond what they ever believed possible. Tammy has been a social worker, a registered massage therapist, and the coordinator of a number of other businesses in and out of the world of access consciousness. She works with individuals, their bodies, and animals to empowering them to choose to actualize the partnership with self and others they have always known should be possible and had not been yet able or willing to choose to live as theirs. Through the many distractions Tammy has embraced in her own life, she knows today that all those choices, good, bad, or otherwise, have created greater. So, Tammy's show is The Art of distract Dissatisfaction, and here is my guest, Tammy Pocock. Welcome, Tammy. Hello? I can't hear Tammy. <laughs> Tammy, did you mute yourself? Oh, <laughs> yes. Hi, thanks for having me. Coda and I were attempting to be respectful of you and your space on, on the radio. And I thought muting might be a good idea, and then I forgot to unmute. <laughs> That's what I kind of figured. That's so, oh. so cool. Welcome, 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 Tammy. I'm so happy you're here. Thank you. I am so grateful to be here. What an honor and absolute privilege to be here and share this space with you. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. So, so Tammy, tell me, um, tell me about you. Where did you like? You're in Canada, as as I am. Um, where did you, where were you born and raised? I was uh, actually born and raised in Alberta. Um, I, my first uh, eight years of life was spent in a very tiny little rural town by the name of Mimburn. Um and my life started out with um, mostly it was me, the animals. Excuse me, and nature. Um, we, I grew up on a on a working uh, cattle farm, mixed farm. Um, so, 
my family were busy. The adults in my life were very busy. Um, and so um, I spent most of my time with the animals and with nature. That's where my, my nurturing was um, most dynamic. Does that right. make any sense? Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. So um, did you have like all sorts of different animals? Uh, yes. So we had, um, if I'm remembering correctly, um, I, we had 150 registered head of pulled Hereford. Um, and then uh, horses. Horses were part of what worked with the um, allowed us to work easily with the with the cattle. Um, every year, my mom did a thousand um, uh, broilers, which are the chickens that you eat. So every year, she produced that. Um, wow. As well as we had laying hens, we had um, uh, sheep, we had pigs. We were a mixed farm. And then they wow. did their grain farming as well. Yeah, it was it was a big operation, not no big kidding. in today's world, but very dynamic. Very, like I said, um, people were busy, and um, as a little kid, you had a lot of spare time. You couldn't be the helping hand as much, so you hung out with the animals in nature, and it was fabulous. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> how many kids in the family, Tammy? Um, myself and a, and a younger brother. So there's just the two of us. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. And so how far do you live from where you grew up now? Actually, that's hilarious. I'm probably uh, about 45 minutes from where I, uh, our, our original farm. Um, when I was eight, my mom and dad um, divorced, and we moved to um, another town by the name of Vegarville. Um, and... Um, that was an experience and a half for me. Um, so I was in grade three when we moved, and it took me until grade seven to figure out how to negotiate the environment, if that makes any sense. I had no comprehension of how people functioned. It was me and a tree in the playground, literally grade three, four, five, and six, going, what are you people doing? I don't understand you. Really? It, it was a Yes, every every recess, every lunch hour, um, on a weekly basis, there was the in crowd, the group, right? Um, the tribe, we'll call them. And every week, somebody else was persecuted. Somebody else got kicked out and were humiliated, were shamed and, and, and rejected. And they'd come out and hang out with me in the tree. Um, and I had no, truly no point of view about it. I was just confused as to what were they doing. But no matter where I went, um, I always had the, the nature and our, uh, thank God, um, <laughs> the playground of the school that I went to was surrounded by trees. So I always had Mama Nature with me. Someone okay. to hang out with. And someone where I didn't have to figure out how do you fit in there and why would she keep going back? <laughs> If that makes any sense at all. So I remember so the, being just stunned. Yeah, go ahead. So is it the like was it the unkindness of other people that it that was, wanted what to is leave? It, it was I couldn't understand. Again, animals have no perspective, no point of view about who you should be or shouldn't be. Right. Um and so you didn't have to follow rules to hang out with animals or nature. It was just be you. Hi. What are we doing today? What's possible? But in that little tribe, there were rules. 
And they weren't spoken. They weren't clear cut. There was no deal and deliver. It's whatever the um, tribe leader decided was going to be. And um, if you didn't, if you couldn't read their mind and figure it out, well, then it was your week. And literally, it was weeks, sometimes two weeks, that you were excluded. And the whole group backed the leader. So you you were in an absolute culture shock when you went oh, to school. yes. Thank you. Thank you very much. It wasn't when I went to school, grade kindergarten through oh. the first part of grade three in my small town. All us kids grew up in the country in right. very similar environments. So we had the awareness of how animals and nature work. That was our foundation. So we didn't get, I, right? I wasn't taught that this is how society works. I had, my society was animals and nature. It didn't work that way at all. Right. So yes, absolute culture shock when I started school in Beggarville. You know what um, popped in when you were talking is, um, like, I wonder if you had some uh, PD, I always get this wrong, PS, no, I always say it wrong. Post-traumatic, post-traumatic stress, stress, yeah. stress PTSD, yes. yeah. PTSD. I don't know why my mouth there doesn't want to get that. There we go, we got that. it, yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I wonder if you had some of that. Uh, I, I imagine. You know, truly, um, and I can say this, Coda is only three and a three and a half months old, and uh, every time he comes across something different, his curiosity and his wonder and his awe just consume his world. He just, he he does a lot of head tilting. He sits down, literally sits instantly, and you can see him pondering, what the bejesus is this? And I perceive that that's more what I had going on. And then the desire to, okay, well, if this is going to be my life, I've got to figure out how to fit in here. I've got to figure out how to be included to play the game. Yeah. And, and I wonder how many people be- are doing that in the world, right? Oh, man. Um, truly, I get that my experience, my choices, how, we create, how I created that, is a little bit more um, obvious, right, um, because of the circumstances. But I do perceive that that is what each and every one of us went through in childhood. I just perceive that most people do it before age eight. So they're not even aware that that's the process they're going through. Huh. That slowly but surely they're attempting to figure out, okay, what what are the rules here? What 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 do I have to give up? What do I have to hide? What do I have to deny that I am to fit in, to be part hmm. of this group? Hmm. Very, very cool. Wow. Mm-hmm. So so you go along in grade school with that, and mm-hmm. um, did you ever move away from this small area in Alberta? Did you Have you always oh, yeah. lived in this area? Oh, you did? No. Oh, no, I've lived, well, I haven't lived anywhere but Alberta, but yes, I went away to um, to Calgary to go to university and then um, moved back, I guess, to northern Alberta for various jobs. Um, social work was my first career, and that's actually how I ended up back in 
the general vicinity. So I'm 20 minutes away from um, the town where the school I was speaking to um, is at. But that came as a result of my social work career. Uh, there was, yeah, there's a variety of different. I worked with kids. Um, I worked with uh, crisis intervention. Um, and then I actually moved to this little tiny um, town. Um, I think we're lucky if we have 600 of us here. But I moved here. There was a uh, group home for persons with disabilities. And um, they called it dual diagnosis. So disabilities and mental illness is what brought me to the, my little town of Two Hills. <laughs> and I loved my job. Oh, it was amazing. Um, interesting that society would create a group home, meaning that they were having a hard time functioning in everyday society. And the gifts that those individuals had and were was just phenomenal. Just phenomenal. Hmm. How cool is that? So you did social work for how many years, Tammy? Ah, <laughs> good question. My guess is somewhere, if I'm remembering correctly, um, about 15 years. Right. And um, always in this same group home? Oh, no, 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 no. Um, I Like I said, I worked um, many different places. My first were with kids in care, um, uh, what would be called a receiving and assessment home. So the nanoseconds or the place they go after they're taken from um, from their home, um, that was my first group home that I worked in. And then um, I became part of the network that worked with um, the organizations that actually uh, went in and removed children from their homes, right? When things got too bad, it was no longer right. safe. Mm-hmm. Um, that was my next step. Um, and then from there, where did I go? <laughs> cool. Wonderful. I have my memory um, as a result of some health stuff. My memory has been um, cleared in ways that, yeah, um, is very interesting to say the <laughs> least. <laughs> Maybe some of that is not all bad. <laughs> I agree. I absolutely agree. Until you come upon the person that, hey, Tabby, and I'm like, who are you? I'm so sorry, but I have no recollection of you at all. Which, yeah, that's a moment of holy crapness. Um, oh, shit. And you just go, yeah, that, right? And you just, yeah, you expose yourself. You're like, sorry, had a seizure and a blackout, and um, apparently decided I was clearing the hard drive in a whole other way, far beyond what BARS does. And don't take it personal. It's not about you. It's just what I chose. <laughs> okay, we're on that note. We're going to go to our first break. When we get back, we're going to we're going to have some more questions about all of what you just said. So, everyone, please stay tuned. <laughs> you are listening to the Open Mic Spotlight Show with oh, my wonderful guests Tammy Pocock and Coda. And you will we'll be right back right after this commercial break. Stay tuned. Do you have something inspiring to say? Would you like a taste of being one of our inspired hosts? Get on the air on the Inspired Choices Network Open Mic Spotlight Show. The Open Mic Spotlight Show is your time to shine and inspire our global audience. Shows air at 9 a.m. on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday each week. Claim your spot today. Simply contact our network owner at info at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. 
Forget the days of five minutes of fame. Now you can have 55 minutes of fame. Is unhappiness, disapproval, anxiety, regret, fear, anger, and other quote-unquote negativities showing up in your life? Do you celebrate these negativities? Do you utilize these negativities to your advantage each and every time? What? You're not? Well, that changes today. Tune into the Art of Dissatisfaction radio show with your host, Possibilities Coach Tammy Pocock, to discover tools, support, and inspiration you can use to change all of that and more. Is now the time to utilize your dissatisfaction as the inspiration and self-empowerment to actually create the life and living you truly desire? Join the Art of Dissatisfaction radio show every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You are listening to the Open Mic Spotlight Show here on Inspired Choices Network. To call in and ask questions, call 815-880-8255 in the U.S., 613-800-8736 in Canada, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. Now back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for sticking around. And then my wonderful guest, Tammy Pocock, and her wonderful new dog, Coda. So today we are learning all about Tammy. And before we went to break, we had kind of gotten to the place where she had um, created something interesting in her body. So Tammy, as much as you're comfortable sharing, can you let our listeners know what actually was created with you? And um, so prior to that, before we get into that, so you've, what what had you stopped doing social work? Um, truly, it was another body creation. Um, I um, refused to acknowledge that what I had bought social work to be was not what it turned into. Um, in mm. hindsight now, I can clearly see that um, 90% or more of what I was doing with the belief I was helping was actually solidifying people's beliefs that they were helpless and victims. Uh-huh. Um, we, walked, we walked away leaving people with labels, definitions of who they were, and I now see that that was a box that we supported them being trapped in. We weren't expanding the possibilities of their life. We gave them labels that fit society's definitions, and now they had the reason and justification um, to stay stuck there. You know, mm. um, and no disrespect, but hello, my name is Tammy and I'm an alcoholic. No, I may have a drinking issue. I may choose alcohol to, to abuse myself and to separate from the world, but that's not who I am. Right. And when you look at the definitions and the diagnosis um, that go, is that not what we're doing? And so I, at the moment in time, didn't have the courage to acknowledge it is what I guess, that I knew what I knew. I didn't want to know that. And so I, my body, God bless my beautiful body, um, created me being numb from the waist down for 18 months. You could have stabbed me. I wouldn't have known it happened. Um, there was excruciating pain that went with that. And uh, I had the... Um, the honor of being connected to a uh, neurologist 
who, when it was all done, um, I got my feeling back. And he, uh, my last appointment with him, he asked me, um, are you going back to work? And I'm like, of course I am. <laughs> and he goes, I, um, well, <laughs> he said, um, in my opinion, this is the physical manifestation of extreme psychological stress. Um, uh, if you go back to work, um, I can't guarantee that it won't happen. And my guess is I'll see you in six months or less. Wow. Yes. And what what did that do to your world? Uh, it ripped it wide open. Um, I I I came face to face as much as I could at the time with okay, what what am I not allowing myself to know here, to acknowledge here? Um, and I went okay, time for a change. And um, the invitation that my body was was what expanded me into um, the desire to work with bodies. And truthfully, um, massage was um, was something that I hadn't actually in all the years that I had the benefits. I'd only had one massage, and it was a relaxation massage that drove me nuts. I actually spent my time counting, oh, if you go three straight strokes that way, you're about to go three strokes this way. I'm like, Arr. And there was just something there. There was something that I'm like, okay, what is possible? And I dove in. Cool. I love the way your brain thinks. <laughs> fascinated when I when I have whenever we speak, I'm like, I'm like, you're so fascinating to watch. That's so, <laughs> so so now you you fast you've come forward now and you I know that you've done the body of work of access consciousness. Were there other bodies of work before coming to to that body of work? Oh yes. Yep. Um, The number of certificates I have hanging on my wall um, are, yeah, there's a plethora of them. And what I recognized once I started playing with the access body work, the difference between the two of them from my perspective is everything else I I took was done to the body. Um, And access is... all their body processes, all the body work is done with the body. You're not an answer walking in. You're an invitation, an inspiration, and a, um, a contribution that will work with the body and the being together simultaneously. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Cool. Very, very cool. cool. So then, then you step into the body of work of access consciousness. Mm-hmm. And and um, what was it about access consciousness that was speaking to you? The difference. The um, truly, as you say that, I'm like nature <laughs> is what popped in my head. Um, it was the um, allowance of all of you that that felt like home. Right. So I was, it was the first time since eight years old, wow, this is bringing up something, that I felt um, like who I was and how I truly operate is functional here. It's not a difference that I have to 
hide and deny mm-hmm. and, and and keep secret. I could be it. Mm-hmm. And with, were there were there other things in your life that, or or had you been doing that with a lot of other areas of your life before that? Oh, hugely, hugely. Um, I recognized that um, I was a doer, not a beer. So um, I could show up and do massage. Very rarely would I be um, be the 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 full on energy of me mm-hmm. in that massage. I had already um, succumbed to the judgment that no, that would be too much. That would be too different. Um, I was desperately trying to be the uh, answer as opposed to um, working with the individual. Mm-hmm. And then cool. access, yeah, yeah, to see the difference, to recognize that, wow, um, my refusal to be me in my own life um, also, uh, I, I want to say, um, negated, um, uh, separated people from the gift that I truly am. So their lives, when they came to me for, for sessions, whatever that was, whether we're talking social work or massage or, you know, Tong Ren or, or, um, Tula or, or Reiki or whatever they were coming for, because I was not including myself, what was possible to create in that moment was so limited, so very, um, yeah, um, confined. And and you found that that changed as you started to embody oh, embody access. Yes, very yes, cool. Yes, absolutely. Nice. That is the one well, gift. Yes, ha- having more of you in the world <laughs> is fantastic. <laughs> I you. love it. Thank you very yeah. much. Me too. I have to admit that. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> yeah, apparently Coda agrees. Um, I like Coda is right on time. Like he is so aware of what we're talking about. I love it. Absolutely. Really. Yes. Yes. Very much so. He is so an amazing contribution. You. Uh, and Coda entered your life how long ago? Uh, would have been, um, he was seven and a half weeks old, so um, about a month and a half ago. End of March, how about that? Does that clarify it? End of March, yeah, okay, got it. Yep. My brain is like looking for it. Yep. Time is such yep. an illusion, it's like, ah! <laughs> Yeah. Like what? Where am I? Who am I? It's crazy, crazy, <laughs> crazy. Um, okay, cool. So he's been in your life. And what's changed since you've brought Coda into your life? Oh wow. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, Coda is um, <laughs> so being able to see um, the world through a pop's eyes. Wow, magic. Um, <laughs> Apparently, yeah, full of joy, and I'm not sure where the tears of joy have been coming from, but they're here lately. So, welcome to my world, guys. Um, <laughs> he's uh, first of all, I have to say, um, his like I spoke to early, his curiosity and his wonder is phenomenal, and his level of receiving is he has 
no point of view about what it is. It's his awareness of what that is creating in his body and his being. So um, he hasn't bought into, oh, that's scary because X, Y, and Z. He's just, okay, what is that? Right? And there are moments where I see you could turn that into, oh, we're, we're scared um, and make a big deal of it. But I've been letting him be the leader in those moments. So the first time that he heard thunder crack, um, yep, he paid attention. And I was just space with him. Right? Right. And he didn't go into that contraction, into that, oh, my God, I must fear for my life. He stayed present in that moment. And now the thunder cracks. And, yeah, he pays attention. But there's no running for, you know, cover. There's no... And I'm like, wow, how much of what I chose to be and do was to fall in line with everybody else's response around me? Mm-hmm. Oh, that thunder's supposed to be scary. I'm just a baby, right? Or I'm little or I'm less than that. So I must be scared. I must run and hide. I must quiver in my booties, right? And... um the invitation he's been for me to be allowed of him and his choices has been my invitation to dive even deeper into my own allowance of myself and my choices and to truly use his wonder. He's, his wonder has opened up my curiosity and sense of wonder in ways that I recognize were, you know, possibly the last time I allowed myself that was somewhere in the age range between probably three and five, where wow, just just mm-hmm. total total joy of, ooh, what's that? His first That's walk, so cool. I wish I would have recorded it. Everything was like, ooh, what's that? What's that? Oh, what's that? <laughs> I thought for sure he'd be exhausted just from the tail wagging. Everything was so exciting. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Yes. Oh my god, I love it. I do I just I can imagine you just being like laughing and watching and Oh yes and and, yes. and going back into to when you were minus the tail wagging <laughs> that being yes. that. Well and that was the only thing missing truly was the tail wagging and <laughs> the intensity of joy in each moment we would choose to give that up for what reason? Yeah. Well right? just I think we had talking joy. I think we had a lot of them at the time that we thought were valid. But, uh, <laughs> yes, okay. <laughs> we're going to take our second break. And when we get back, I've got some very specific questions for our guest, Tammy Pocock. So please, everyone, awesome. stay tuned. And we'll be right back. You're listening to the Open Mic Spotlight Show with myself, Christine McIver, and my guest, Tammy Pocock. Do you have something inspiring to say? Would you like a taste of being one of our inspired hosts? Get on the air on the Inspired Choices Network Open Mic Spotlight Show. The Open Mic Spotlight Show is your time to shine and inspire our global audience. Shows air at 9 a.m. on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday each week. Claim your spot today. Simply contact our network owner at info at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Forget the days of five minutes of fame. Now you can have 55 minutes of fame. Is unhappiness, disapproval, anxiety, 
regret, fear, anger, and other quote-unquote negativities showing up in your life? Do you celebrate these negativities? Do you utilize these negativities to your advantage each and every time? What? You're not? Well, that changes today. Tune into the Art of Dissatisfaction radio show with your host, Possibilities Coach Tammy Pocock to discover tools, support, and inspiration you can use to change all of that and more. Is now the time to utilize your dissatisfaction as the inspiration and self-empowerment to actually create the life and living you truly desire? Join the Art of Dissatisfaction radio show every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You are listening to the Open Mic Spotlight Show here on Inspired Choices Network. To call in and ask questions, call 815-880-8255 in the U.S., 613-800-8736 in Canada, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. Now back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for sticking around today with my wonderful guest, Tammy Pocock. We're learning so much about her and her lovely dog, Koda. So, Tammy, I would like to ask you this question. What is inspiration to you? Hmm. Yeah, wow. It comes in so many different um, platforms. Um, (laughs) The first would be... um, what other people would call jealousy or envy, I know to be inspiration. So when someone has decided that they're jealous of another, uh, from my perspective, they're, they're refusing to perceive and receive the invitation to something different, something more that you have decided you cannot or will not be. So for me, um, Whenever that energy comes up in my world, I'm like, whoa, I'm refusing to acknowledge the inspiration someone is being. What if I allowed them to be my mentor, them to be my my acknowledgement that, hey, if they're being it and doing it and having it, so can I. Where am I stopping myself? Hmm. Um, where am I denying that that's possible? And oh, I would reject them from be- from allowing me to acknowledge that that too is a possibility in my world for what reason Uh -uh. Mm -hmm. no way lower those barriers and allow your i choose to allow myself to go wow thanks thank you so much for for being the walking talking inspiration and invitation to know that's possible i just have to choose it um, and then there's that lightness that comes in a moment of, of time where all of a sudden um, the heaviness is off your shoulders and there is the, the space opens up and, and um, you recognize that, oh, that, that's not a door. Actually, that might have been a tunnel or a hallway. Um, separating me from what I truly desired, but it's right there. And if I receive the energy coming down that that tunnel, um, I just have to follow it. That's all. Just make the choice and go. 
and trust that you will have your own back and that the universe has your back. I just want to bask in that <laughs> right now. <laughs> I yes. just really enjoy that energy of of what you're seeing. That's fabulous. Thank so, thank Tammy, you, thank you. what is inspiring to you about you? Um. <laughs> seriously, seriously, Dakota is bang on. <laughs> Um, that's a really good question. Um, what is inspiring to me about me? I, I get the the fact that I I may hit a ditch and I may roll around there for you know up to eighteen months at a time, and I never give up. I I, I will pick myself up. I will dust myself off. I'll have an allowance for my trauma drama moment, my need to wallow in pain and suffering, and I choose again. Um, And the other thing is, um, I didn't realize that not everyone (laughs) is willing to allow themselves to be joy, and that is something that I I will admit I have toned down. Um, in the presence of certain people, but I, I be a resonance of joy. I can make fun out of anything, and I do mean anything. Um, when I was a teenager, um, I had an aunt in her 70s, um, and every, um, every summer we would haul uh, square hay, ball, hay bales, and my aunt would not mm-hmm. miss hauling with me for nothing. Because I could take the labor of lifting, you know, 80, 100-pound square hay bales, throwing them up on the back of trucks, and then throwing them down and stooking them into so much fun that I know, and sorry, Auntie, um, we'd have to stop so she could pee because she was laughing <laughs> so damn hard. She wouldn't travel with anybody but me, right? Yep, there's four trucks going, and where's Tammy? I'm going with her. I could make anything into fun. And I realized that if you allow it to be fun, you can do anything, including throwing around 100-pound A-bills. Sure, that could be fun. Let's be goofy. Let's be silly. Let's do this. That's awesome. Did you pick stones, too? Oh, yes. Yes, we were rock pickers. We were, you name it. Lady, if it (laughs) happened on a farm um, before, um, here's what I can tell you is the day that I left, well, that's a lie. Oh, the week after I left to go take my social work, uh, my mom and dad bought their first round of baler. My brother was still at home. Does that tell you um, <laughs> the workforce that I love to be? But it was working with nature, right? right. Those hay bales fed the animals. Those fed my, the cows. Of wow. course I'd make fun out of it. That was fun to be and do. And I could see the future it was creating. So who wouldn't want to be part of that? That's that is so freaking awesome, Tammy. I grew up in the country, and I don't yes. know if I've ever told you this. I grew up in the country, so um, my parents were um, they had far they had um, dairy farm before. I think it was about four oh. years before I came along, and then my father went into construction. A con- you know he 
built fencing and guide rail um, all throughout Ontario, northern Ontario mainly. And But we grew up in the country, and there were um, farm families all around me. And we mm-hmm. had a hobby farm, right? So we had yep. one cow, yep. one pig, and, you know, mm-hmm. some wild cats and chickens and so yes. on. And, and yes. uh, but I, I would go rock picking and I never did any, uh, bail, never had the privilege of going bailing with anybody. Um, <laughs> cause I obviously didn't know what I was doing. Um, but, um, all I ever heard people do was complain about it. Just yes. complain and complain. Yep. I love your take on this. It's <laughs> it's so honest to God. It's like wow. It just changes everything. Um, it really did. Yep. Thank you. The appreciation for that, and that must be what's in farmers' heads. But you know, a lot of farmers don't speak a lot. <laughs> like they're not even no. really talking they're not about chatty. it. No. no, they're not chatty. No, they're, they're not. They just, they just get their head down and get going. So I love that. Um, so, 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 so cool. So um, what what's your absolute favorite thing that you do today in the world, Tammy? Wow, there's a big question. Uh, uh, truly, I... Uh, You're just cutting out a little bit, Tammy. So perhaps we'll go to our um, last break of the the show. And when we get back... Oh, there you are. (laughs) Go ahead. Was I gone? Yeah, you you just cut out for a little bit there, Tammy. Try again. Nope. What? What's going on? I hear you now. Uh, Go ahead. Okay. Working with animals and owners to create more as their partnership to truly um, overcome, move beyond, over, under, through, whatever is, is creating the block between them and their animal. So wherever there's a behavior coming up, um, I so adore working with that. And truly, I guess, it's partnership that's really got me. Relationship is my thing. Um, and I perceive it started in, in grade three, or, yeah, grade three, when I was so perplexed by what people called relationship. Um, and it's just gone from there. That's so very, very cool. So how do you how do you work with individuals and their animals? Like, do you do it in person? Are you like an animal trainer or is it different than that? It's way different than that. It is the willingness. Um, so, yes, I can do it in person. Um, and it is tapping into, most people don't recognize that the first language is energy. Um and animals we are having some connection challenges say that again animals communicate via energy right they're first so people think oh how can i talk to my dog he doesn't understand english Uh, okay, we're going to go for our, our last break of the show. When we get back, 
Hopefully our connection will be stronger. You are listening to the Open Mic Spotlight Show, and we'll be back in just a few minutes. Do you have something inspiring to say? Would you like a taste of being one of our inspired hosts? Get on the air on the Inspired Choices Network Open Mic Spotlight Show. The Open Mic Spotlight Show is your time to shine and inspire our global audience. Shows air at 9 a.m. on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday each week. Claim your spot today. Simply contact our network owner at info at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Forget the days of five minutes of fame. Now you can have 55 minutes of fame. Is unhappiness, disapproval, anxiety, regret, fear, anger, and other quote-unquote negativities showing up in your life? Do you celebrate these negativities? Do you utilize these negativities to your advantage each and every time? What? You're not? Well, that changes today. Tune into the Art of Dissatisfaction radio show with your host, Possibilities Coach Tammy Pocock to discover tools, support, and inspiration you can use to change all of that and more. Is now the time to utilize your dissatisfaction as the inspiration and self-empowerment to actually create the life and living you truly desire? Join the Art of Dissatisfaction radio show every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You are listening to the Open Mic Spotlight Show here on Inspired Choices Network. To call in and ask questions, call 815-880-8255 in the U.S., 613-800-8736 in Canada, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. Now back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. We have Tammy here with us today. We just had a... We were missing just a few of your words, Tammy, so if you can kind of take us back there and uh, tell us a little bit more about how you teach your clients to communicate with their animals. So, can you hear me? Yeah, it's still cutting out a little bit. Can you go close to a window? Uh, This makes no sense. (laughs) Of course not. It's just because we want to talk to you. I mean, I can definitely stand at my window. Um, does that change anything? Yes, definitely does. Okay, apparently I needed to get closer to nature to have this conversation. Let's do it. Perfect. <laughs> awesome. So when, it, when I'm working with people and their animals, um, my, my target is for them to become aware that animals function, um, communicate via energy, and that every word you utilize has an energy to it. And if you are allowing your um, your emotions and um, your your unconscious uh, inclusion to to travel with those words, you're actually separating yourself from your animal and creating you're, a bigger. You're separating canyon. yourself. Is that what you said? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Separating yourself. So the animal, if you say um, shit. And you've already, your head is full of, um, this dog is never going to sit. He never listens to me, blah, blah, blah. The dog's like, okay, which one did you want? 
because you said the word sit, but you've now sent me 15 different messages. Ah. Right? And the animal's like, okay, which one, which one would you like me to do? And they start um, following whatever energy is the biggest. So if you're saying sit and you've already, the biggest energy is this dog's never going to sit. So fine, the dog won't sit. I got your back, sister. I'm there with you. And then you get all upset and the dog's like, well, but I did exactly what you said. And you're like, no, I said sit. And he's like, nope, actually, your biggest energy was this dog's never going to sit. It doesn't listen to me. Okay, I won't listen. Got it. Does that help clarify? Put things oh, wow, in yeah. That's just so cool. It's, it's, uh, it's very interesting how you can see what's going on in somebody's mind and, and how the, the animal interprets all of that. Mm-hmm. So really, truly, if you're looking for a mirror in light, have a look at your pet. Um, they will show you exactly how you're choosing to show up. Um, they're amazing, phenomenal uh, animals. I just did a session last week uh, that stood out phenomenally. The dog, um, whenever it's with its owner, is um, fearful of just about anything. And yet with anybody else, the dog has no fear at all at all firecrackers can go off and it sits there going "Uh uh-huh yep and the expansion the gift that that session was to the owner was wow what a gift sounds like it's life-changing it was it was and to see the joy on that dog's face was (laughs) oh my good god talk about happiness the dog was lit up like a Christmas tree. Um, and when when I left, everybody was happy. The woman couldn't have been more grateful for her dog and her willingness to be there with her, not give up on her. Nope, you're going to get through this fear one way or another. Um, and allow yourself to know that on the other side of that fear is all the excitement that you've decided shouldn't be there. And what if you'd be excited with me? It was so magical. Oh, good Lord. Beyond. <laughs> beyond, beyond. How cool is that, Tammy? Mm, yummy. <laughs> like, you know, it just, it's like what flashed in my mind. It's like, you know, years from now, are we going to see that these these animals were not just interesting little things to have around us to, to entertain us. They they really, they're the ones actually leading the way. <laughs> and, yes, yes. And, and they're... You know, I can imagine, you know, how, how people stand around the water cooler talking at work. I can imagine them all standing around a tree going, really? You're, you, he did what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have a whole new picture of dog parks. <laughs> oh, my God. I am Trees. now going to have to well, find a little yes. Well, there you go. I'm going to be hanging out at a dog park going, okay, guys, what do you know? <laughs> Just sit in the tree and see what they yes, say. Exactly. Or maybe, or maybe put a mic at the tree. And see what yes, you there you go. Yeah. If I'm too close, will they speak? Hilarious. Absolutely. Oh, my no. God. So, Tammy, tell me, what what is your message to all of our listeners for 2017? What is my... Uh, you know, if if my client base is any indication... People are coming head to head, right? The the belief 
let's try putting this coherently into words. Um, people are no longer able to buy the lie that they're happy when they're not. And the intensity that that comes up with to empower themselves to acknowledge it can be really, really intense. And what if you allowed yourself to be grateful for that coming unwound, for that, for whatever intensity of trauma and drama or whatever it takes for you to finally have your back and go, enough. No, I'm done settling. I'm done pretending. I'm done faking it. What if 2017, no matter how intense, is your gift to you to step up and choose beyond? Hmm. That's very, very cool. So, Tammy, you tell everybody about your radio show, The Art of Dissatisfaction, and what they can be expecting in the near future. All right. Um, So The Art of Dissatisfaction actually speaks mostly to what I just spoke about. Um, What if every dissatisfaction in your life is you asking you, um, imploring you, begging you to acknowledge that that aspect of your life and living just is not working? And that is what the premise of the show is. So each, each week there will be a topic around either a common dissatisfaction and diving in to see what gift am I actually gifting myself here with my anger, with my whatever it may be that Mm -hmm. I've not been willing to acknowledge. Uh, Or it's another aspect of living, life and living, um, that you may have come to conclusion about and may actually be denying yourself. Does that clarify yes. anything or does that just it okay, absolutely cool. does thank you tammy we've got only got a few seconds left i appreciate oh. you being here today and sharing everything with us please keep being brilliant in the world and everyone you need to check her radio shows out they are phenomenal uh, thank you thank everyone you. bye for now thanks thank you for listening to the open mic spotlight radio show we will be here Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Mountain, and 6 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, continue to create you with joy and inspiration.